All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Philosophy of Fitness podcast. My name is Haley. I'm going to be your host today and every single day that you are tuning in. Guys, we got episode nine coming your way today. We're going to be talking about fitness myths uh, debunked. So things that people kind of have been led to believe that aren't necessarily true, big popular myths that have been going around. Um, Yeah, that's what we've got coming your way today. I actually just filmed a video about the law of attraction and mistakes that you make with the law of attraction. So if you want to check that out, it's going to be on my YouTube channel in the very near future. Otherwise, everything's been pretty good with me, pretty much status quo. I've been seeing a lot of number synchronicities lately. Uh, which is really interesting and another little interesting story for y'all. So I have a blessings card jar that I keep uh, in my bedroom. So it's kind of like a jar full of blessing cards. So you kind of will pick a card and I like to think that it's a message from the universe as to what your blessings are going to be. And I had done a, a guided meditation all about unconditional love for yourself and other people. And Um, I was holding my rose quartz the entire time. I like to meditate with crystals personally, and I felt really good afterwards. Um, I just felt like I was really kind of like in harmony and I felt really good. And I went to go to my blessings jar and I was like, I'm going to go, you know, pick out a card from the blessings jar and see what I get. And it's kind of funny how things work. And this is totally, in my opinion, a synchronicity, but let me uh, finish explaining. So I you know, did my normal thing where I'll close my eyes and I'll put my hand in the jar and whatever kind of speaks to me intuitively rather than looking at it, that's the card that I'll pick for that day. And as I was doing that, one of the cards literally like, I feel like it jumped out of the jar and it fell on the floor and I was like, oh, that's weird. And I pick it up and what does it say on it? It says love. So that's what I'm saying is synchronicities are all around. Pay attention um, to the signs that are around you because I do feel like it's the universe, God, higher power, um, trying to communicate with you and, and let you know that you're being watched over, that you're being guided, protected, all those good things. And little things like that always kind of make my heart happy. They make me feel like I'm, you know, I'm in line, I'm in tune and everything uh, is kind of where it's meant to be. So yeah, that's my little uh, update for y'all for today. But without further ado, we're going to get into it. Fitness myths, guys. These are five things that I know have floated around a lot. And they're things that uh, are definitely not true. And I feel like a lot of people think that they are true. So we're just going to kind of go through one by one. So the first one I want to talk about is juice cleanses. Juice cleanses are hugely popular. A lot of people like to do them. And they're fine, I think, you know, to an extent, as long as you're, you know, being safe about it and whatnot. But the biggest myth is, first and foremost, that juice cleanses are great for rapid weight loss, right? A lot of people think if I do like a, you know, a three-day juice cleanse, like, oh, all the fat will be off my body and I'll look so good in my dress. Um, And that's a huge myth. So juice cleanses put you in an extreme place of caloric deficit, I think, for the most part. I could be wrong. Um, But I do think that most of them put you in a pretty uh, no bueno caloric deficit, uh, which obviously is going to make you lose weight. Keep in mind, too, that when you do a juice cleanse, you're not losing fat. You're losing either waste, as gross as it sounds, or you're just losing water weight, uh, water retention, things that you've been holding on to. It's not fat that you're suddenly burning off of your body. 
And also you wind up missing out on a lot of fiber, which not only helps you uh, stay full, but also helps you stay regulated. So you really don't need to go on a juice cleanse to kind of see those results. I think you could still see them from eating whole nutrient-dense foods. And you also miss out on protein uh, with these juice cleanses a lot, which obviously helps with cell growth and whatnot, but it's also going to, you're going to be like cranky and hungry and irritable the whole time. Like if I was drinking nothing but beet juice all day, I would be like, you don't want to come near me because I would not be someone that's enjoyable to be around. I love my food. I have a massive appetite, always have. Um, And also, I feel like it's a short-term solution, obviously, to a long-term problem, Uh, And it's pretty boring. Like literally drinking juice all day sounds so uninspired to me. I would have absolutely no interest in doing that. And also we have teeth. We're meant to chew things. We're meant to eat things, not just, you know, drink juice. So like I said, you're missing out on all that fiber and all the good stuff from the vegetables. And yeah, it kind of just sounds like a miserable time, to be honest. I really don't think it's worth it. Next one is, this is like one of my biggest pet peeves, is that I've had so many like women and girls in my life uh, tell me that they're afraid to lift weights because they're afraid they're going to get bulky and they're going to look somehow too muscular. And this is not this is not a rational fear. I really don't think that anyone should have this fear of getting bulky. Um, you really can't bulk unless you're lifting really heavy weights. And I'm going to get into this a little bit more. So if you're if you're at your gym or if you're in your home, gym, whatever, your living room, and you're lifting like 15 pound weights uh, for a bicep curl, you're not going to have massive like Popeye biceps um, overnight. It's just not going to happen. And it's just really not possible either. So again, strength training is one of the best things that you can do for your health. Building muscle is one of the best things that you can do for your health. So when you lift weights, right, when you kind of place that resistance on a little bit more, you're increasing the time under tension for those muscles, and that's going to lead to you having more lean body mass, building that lean body mass. So basically what this all translates to is that the more lean body mass you have, aka the more muscle that you have, the more calories that you're going to burn. So the more muscle you have from lifting, the more calories you'll burn at rest. So you'll be like sitting on your couch, you know, or sitting at your desk and you're still burning more calories because you have a uh, more lean body mass on you. So think about that the next time uh, you you hear somebody say that they're, they're afraid they're going to get too bulky or maybe you yourself have been afraid to lift weights because you're a little bit too bulky. Maybe you think it's not going to give you the physique shape that you want. Um, but it's actually totally opposite of that. You can use muscle building to your advantage to basically carve out your body like a statue. Like you are... Um, you are, you are the sculptor of, of the statue that is you. So let's say you want to have a bigger butt, like a more round, uh, but you want to work on, you know, squats, lunges, deadlifts, things like that, that are going to target your glutes. Or even if you want, um, if you want a smaller waist or you want kind of the appearance or illusion of a smaller waist, then work on obviously building your core muscles. But also if you build up your lats, um, and your back around it, it's going to create the illusion of you having a smaller waist. Um, so, or again, if you want more toned arms, doesn't mean you're going to be huge and swole and like crazy muscular, but if you want more toned arms, uh, lift weights, use strength training to your advantage. Again, there's really no downside to it. Um, obviously if you're lifting super heavy, you really have to be careful. Um, make sure you're, you know, not putting yourself at risk of injury or you have a spotter, things like that. Um, but yeah, 
this one has always been a huge pet peeve of mine. Um, and also that you have to really, in order to bulk, as they say, you'd have to increase your caloric intake along with uh, the muscle building or the weightlifting rather that is going on. So keep that in mind. Um, it is not uh, not something that's going to easily happen uh, all of a sudden that you're going to be like huge. Next one that we have is that carbs are evil. I've heard this a lot of the time. People are saying, I can't eat carbs. I'm not allowed to eat carbs. I need to cut them out completely. I need to just eliminate everything that has the word carb in it, not putting it near me. Guys, carbs aren't necessary. So I'm not a doctor. You know, I'm not uh, a dietitian or anything. Depending on your specific needs, uh, one person may not need as many carbs as the next person, but I don't care who you are. Um, Carbohydrates are one of the biggest ways in which we as human beings can get energy. They're the building blocks for energy in our bodies. So I'm not saying to go eat, you know, a a massive, uh, you know, thing of fries from McDonald's or a huge bowl of pasta or whatever. Like that's obviously not going to help you get your gains. Um, But less refined carbs, that's the way to go. So, you know, your sweet potatoes, uh, rice, oats, Rice is a little bit tricky sometimes, uh, depending on who you talk to. A lot of people say that you're, um, it's a little high on the glycemic index, but, um, find less refined carbs, um, and use that as your source. Uh, I know a lot of like, you know, keto and Atkins, things like that are like all the rage, but I don't think that, uh, for most people that an extreme of, you know, trying to put your body into a state of ketosis is like necessary. Um, for what you want to do. Again, do your own research. Um, you know, I'm not a dietitian, like I said, um, this is just my opinion, but I think that carbs are a great way to kind of fuel up before a workout. So if I'm going for like a really long run, I like to sometimes have oatmeal before or a banana or something like that, throw a banana in my smoothie. Um, and they're also important for post-workout recovery, carbohydrates and protein, super important to get in after your workout. So don't write off carbs. They are not evil. They are your friend. They're your source of energy and you can eat them guilt-free, you know, within reason. Like I said, even, even if you go out, you know, to have a, some fries or pasta, don't be guilty about it. Don't beat yourself up about it. You just get back on track the next meal. Next one is that walking isn't exercise. So I've heard this one kind of float around a little bit, and I really don't agree with it at all. I think that walking is the easiest, most universal, best stepping stone thing um, that you can do for your health overall. It's free. Pretty much everyone has access to a place where you could walk, um, you know, unless you're somehow uh, limited with your mobility. But um, it can be done pretty much anywhere. And it's movement. I always like to say that movement is medicine. That's something that I kind of uh, like to live by. And I think that walking is such a great way to become more in tune with your body. And to um, it's almost kind of like a form of active meditation, too. Like when you're walking, you can kind of just take the time to clear your mind. Um, But even apart from, you know, those mental benefits... You're, you're probably bringing your heart rate up a little bit if you're walking for a pretty good amount of time. You're getting that exercise in. You're moving around. Um, walking is a great first step. And it's even more so than just a first step. Walking is awesome. Like walking rocks. Um, I still go, I go for walks all the time. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, you know, if I, 
If I don't necessarily want to do super intense cardio one day, I'll go for a walk and then I'll do my lifting or some days I'll just go for a walk. Um, It feels good. You get fresh air. There's so many benefits to, uh, you know, being outside. And I've done or I did a podcast rather on the benefits of kind of being outside and getting fresh air, sunlight, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So definitely check that out if you get the chance. But yeah, walking, guys, is so easy to do. It's so it's so um, therapeutic in a weird way. Um, and it's enjoyable. And it's nothing too crazy. If you're someone that's just starting off on your fitness journey and you're overwhelmed, you don't know where to start, go for a five-minute walk. Go for a 10-minute walk. And that's it. Like, you just build up from there. And over time, those, you know, walks will start to become more of a part of your daily routine and they'll become more of a habit, um, you know, after 21 days, something that you're doing will become a habit. So you do that for 21 days and then boom, it's like it's it's a part of your part of your daily routine. It's part of your vibe, part of what you do. And then you build up the walks. Maybe you walk on inclines or you increase the amount of time on your walk or you start to slowly turn it into a jog. It's like it's it's such a good um, stepping stone. It's so universal. It's very one size fits all. Um which you don't really find uh, very often. But yeah, I think walking is the one-size-fits-all exercise that everybody can do. Obviously, uh, if you can't walk, you know, for whatever reason, um, you can't do it. But for those of you that can, it's pretty good. And the last one that I have here is that you have to work out really intensely every day for the best results. So I know some people that get sucked into this trap I am one of these people that has gotten sucked into this trap of thinking that I need to just go absolutely banana land like seven days a week and just like grind, 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 grind. I always used to be the person that was like, no time for rest days. I'm I'm too busy. I'm too set on my goal. I don't have time for it. Um, and rest days are so important, guys. Rest days are such a crucial component of your workout success. And I know that that can be a tough pill for some of us to swallow. Others of you that may be like rest day, that's so easy. I don't have to do anything. But, um, from my experience, um, it, it, you really do have to kind of just like let yourself rest a little bit and kind of have a little bit of grace with yourself to be like, okay, I need to dial it back. I need to like stop and let my body recuperate, let my body recover so that I'll be good to go the next time that I'm ready for my workout. So resting is what's going to allow you to properly recover in between your workouts so that your muscles have the time to recover. And also so that you're, you're more, uh, rejuvenated and ready to go for the next time that you're doing your workout. So if you're working out seven days a week, super crazy, intense training, and you have no rest time in between, you're going to wear yourself down to the wire. Like there really is no other way. Um, so You've got to take that time to to rest and recuperate. And rest days don't necessarily mean, you know, just sitting on the couch with a bag of chips. Like a lot of people can get it twisted sometimes. There's lots of things that you can do on rest days um, that will kind of help elevate your whole being. So rest days are an awesome opportunity to really get uh, deep into some stretching, maybe some yoga. Um, You could consider that more of an active rest day, but uh, it's something to do. Nonetheless, walking is something you could do on your rest day. Um, for some people that's their exercise and that's okay. But, um, that's again, another form of like an active recovery. Other things you can do on a rest day, take some time to dive inward, set aside some time for meditation, guys. I rave about it all the time and I won't stop raving about it because 
It's made such a difference for me. Um, and take some time to, to get in tune with your body and have a little bit of a place of acceptance. So if, if something is sore, right, if your legs are really, really sore from going to the gym, don't think of it as, don't attach a negative um, connotation to that. So just kind of acknowledge it like, okay, this is what I'm feeling right now. And it's just a place of neutrality. It's not saying that this is bad, that this is good. It's just kind of becoming aware and becoming more present. And that's something that's going to help you in um, any of your workouts is, is being present. And I feel like sometimes some of us can get caught up in the trap of like when we're working out or when we're going for a run. I know this, I used to be this way and I still am sometimes, um, kind of always trying to get your mind to go elsewhere. So, you know, thinking about something else or thinking about being somewhere else or anywhere, but on that treadmill or, you know, you're kind of like mentally absent. Um, and that can be really detrimental. You're going to get so much more out of your workout if you're fully present and like fully in the moment like you get you get so much more out of it and that's something I've been trying to do and I it's something that I do actually and if you're up for a challenge is try going for a run this sounds like such a first world problem but try going for a run uh, without listening to any music so um, this is something that I've been starting to do so just kind of listening to the sounds of nature and what's, you know, so, so presently there in front of me and that experience and kind of absorbing it to the best of my ability. There's a really good Alan Watts quote about, um, meditating and, and being present and kind of like listening to the sounds around you as if they were music. And I'm telling you once I, when I do that, I feel so, much more Zen, like the rest of the day when I'm so, uh, so very present and aware of what's around me. And even too, like if you're going for a run or even you can do this on a walk, think about how you're feeling in your body. Don't attach a positive or a negative, um, emotion or, you know, feeling behind it. Just be like, okay, I feel this, like, this is what's going on. I'm breathing right now. I'm smelling this. What do I see in front of me? What are the colors that I'm seeing around me? What are the smells around me? What am I hearing? Um, think about all of that and it makes such a huge difference. Um, just like across the board, I've noticed such a huge difference with that. And it's something that I've been kind of, uh, playing around with a little bit. Um, so yeah, those are the top five most common fitness myths busted. Um, and kind of the truth behind them, at least in my opinion, like I said, disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I'm not a dietitian, but take everything with a grain of salt. This is what I hold to be true. This is my truth. And there is science to back this. So uh, definitely do your research there. But yeah, um, just have fun with the process too. I think that that would be my biggest takeaway is enjoying the process of whatever uh, goal it is you're looking to find or, or looking to get after. Fall in love with the process of going for that run of, of waking up to, to get your workout in, or even showing up to the workout. It's, it's the steps along the way that if you're more present for, um, almost kind of, it feels more rewarding because you haven't just been off in daydream land, you know, thinking about what it is that you want. You've been, you've been present every step of the way you've made the most of every single moment. And I hopefully, um, you know, hopefully these tips kind of resonate with you guys and, 
Hopefully I've busted a myth maybe for you that you you thought was true and now you know it's not. <laughs> um, for all my ladies out there, don't be afraid to lift weights. That's my biggest takeaway. Um, it's only going to help you. Um, so yeah, that is pretty much all I have for you guys today. I'm sending so much light, positivity, good vibes your way. I'm hoping you're feeling good, hoping you're going to crush your workout, have an awesome week. Uh, day, month. I'll see you guys next week. I've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up, some more guests coming up as well. So stay on the lookout for that. But yes, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it on up. So adios, kumbaya, namaste, all that good stuff, guys. I am going to head out and I will see you next time.